You want to go ahead and just make a brief statement about practice today, and then we'll take some questions. Yeah, practice was good. You know, obviously just uh, continuing to prep for uh, Arizona. Um, you know, just uh, we've, we had a little bit of a crossover with the offense as well, just to kind of get some good on good work. And um, at least from a coach's perspective, before watching film, just uh, everything's looking looking like uh, it's headed in the right direction. So we're excited about that. We've keeping everybody pretty healthy, getting some guys back that have been dinged up and should have a, a pretty good roster going into the game. Take any questions. Sean Walker. Say that again. Co Coach, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you get, we'll get to Arizona here shortly, but the big news of the hour, I guess, is things are finally official with Kalani being extended through 2025. Well, uh, can, can you just give us a little bit of, of insight into what that kind of means for Kalani uh, personally and the program and kind of what he's done here to be able to be extended now again, I guess, just a couple of years after yeah, he had another one? That's, that's, it's great news. You know, we, uh, we just got done with practice and just heard about it. And Kalani leaves just a little early on Tuesdays to go and do his, uh, his coach's show. And so we're actually not able to uh, tackle him and, and uh, congratulate him. I and mean, that's, just total elation throughout the whole team. The boys were cheering when they heard. Um, you know, obviously they they love him as a head coach. We love him as coaches, and you no know, Cougar Nation loves him too. And it just uh, means a lot, I know, to him uh, for us to have him for for that long. And uh, you know, the administration showing the belief in him and in the direction that the program's going. So totally, uh, totally excited about that. <clears throat> Jared, do you have a question? Along the same lines, coach, just coaching is such college coaching in college football is such a transient business. And you guys, you guys know that, you know, if, if success doesn't come, then, you know, the, the things might change or, or you might have other opportunities if it does come, what's it like just having that uh, security as far as the head coach goes for, for, you know, a longer period of time, as far as being a coordinator. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, um, you know, like you, like you said, there's, there's a lot of change that happens when you're not doing well. And there's a lot of change that happens when you're doing well. And so, um, you know, to see the, the, the type of season that we had, the administration, um, you know, backup Kalani and the future of this program. And this means a lot uh, for us as coaches that, uh, you know, we're in a, in a pretty good spot, just obviously happy that we've got jobs and, uh, you know, at least for this year, we want to do a really good job and, and see how things go after. But I think just for the future of the program, for recruiting, for kids to know that uh, the young kids that are currently in the program, the kids that are being recruited, kids coming off missions, that they've got Kalani here is, uh, is really important for us and uh, the success of the program moving forward. Let's see, we'll have Mitch and then uh, Jay Drew. Yeah, Lisa, with uh, Arizona, uh, at least according to what their coaches said last week, uh, incorporating a two-quarterback system, what challenges does does that create for the preparation for your defense this week? Um, certainly, you got to make sure that we've got we're we're sound in, in having a, a backup plan and um, contingency plan with with both of the uh, the quarterbacks and just the challenges that they that they bring. Um, you know, just uh, it's uh, we, we're probably going to have a little bit more scheme involved just because of that, uh, just to make sure that we're ready for them. But that that certainly does. Uh, you know, pose a little bit more of a problem for us just because uh, the unknowns always always real difficult to know what you're going to end up doing when things when when bullets are flying. Uh, 
this is the the first game that you got the BYU has had against a power five team since 2019. And I know that there's good football across all levels. You guys played some good teams last year too, but uh, maybe what's, what's some of the, the differences that go into, you know, facing a, a power five team is, is their, their talent much of a difference that you have to get used to? What, what are some of the, the challenges of just a power five opponent? You know, like, like you said, um, there's a lot of good football uh, all across the country. There's some teams that, um, you know, that, that are, that are playing good ball and have good personnel and get, get their kids drafted into the NFL. So there's a lot of good players all over the place. I think with, when you're talking about uh, playing a, uh, you know, playing a, a certain um, caliber of team, it's just, uh, you get, uh, you know, you get uh, bigger offensive linemen, bigger defensive linemen, a little bit more speed on the perimeter. Um, you know, the drop off between the ones, twos and threes is probably not as, not as big as when you're, you're seeing other teams. There's the, the drop off between the ones and twos are probably a little bit more, but uh, you know, it's it's there's good ball everywhere. It's really difficult to just say when you're playing a when you're playing a power five team versus somebody who's not. You know, we played a lot of teams last year that I thought were really really good, uh, good sound, great looking teams. You know, one that comes to mind is is uh, UTSA was. Uh, I felt like you could you could have put UCLA's uniforms on them. And you could have been playing, you know, a Pac-12 team. They were, I thought that they were that good as far as just the way their team looked and how physical they were. And so um, it's, it's, it's hard to tell. Depends on just which team you're playing and what their personnel is. But I think it's really just the depth is probably the biggest thing that you're looking at with uh, talking about playing a P5 team. AE, with the depth chart coming out yesterday, we noticed uh, Malik Moore moved into the starting safety spot. What, what did he do to earn that spot? And what do you expect out of that safeties group, which uh, has Chaz IU as the other starter? Yeah, c- consistency has been the biggest thing. You know, we've got a lot of guys there that um, have contributed through the years, mostly on special teams. But being able to see somebody who's, con- who's consistent, uh, knows the defense, can, uh, can make the calls and all the checks and all those things. And Malik's done a really good job uh, this camp and shown that, uh, you know, athletically as well as just uh, mentally he can – he can do the job for us. We're excited to, to have him and Chaz there. Um, we've got a couple other guys there that are going to be great backups, but Malik has certainly shown that he's uh, earned the job. Thanks. That's all I got. Sean Walker. Coach, if I could go back to the – the, I, I always find it kind of uh, interesting, maybe even a little bit weird, when teams like to roll out the the two-quarterback look or the platoon quarterbacks or that kind of thing. You, you talked about how difficult it is to kind of prepare for that and replicate it, and you got to be have your backup plans, your contingencies and stuff. But you guys have a lot of quarterbacks in the scout – in your, your scout team room, I guess, um, just because of the sheer numbers. Does that maybe help? And I'm trying not to have you give away too much of the game plan, but does that help? to be able to kind of replicate sort of the different things that I guess Arizona can do with multiple guys. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, the, the the quarterbacks that, that the offense has been able to share with us as far as the guys that are, that are playing and traveling and not traveling right now and just the things that they're doing. I mean, they've, they've given us several different looks that have been uh, good for us to kind of prep forward and to, uh, you know, make sure that our game plans are, are sound. Um, and we've got the right, right people in the right spots as far as packages. Let's go uh, Jared Lloyd and then Mitch Harper. 
Coach, uh, yesterday the captains were released. Uh, information about that. Just wanted you to talk about those guys that were elected uh, captains and and part of the leadership council. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think Galani mentioned it uh, when he was talking about them, and it's. Uh, there was there was an obvious um, <clears throat> obvious vote separation between the four guys and the rest, but. Um, I think it just goes to show in the type of team that, that uh, we've got here and the type of team that type, type of kids that are here in the program is there are so many kids that got a lot of votes. And, and so, um, you know, the, the sheer, um, you know, I guess it's just the, the factor of leadership that you're getting with all the type of kids that you have here is really, really good. And we've got leaders all across the board. They're kids that, uh, you know, ended up not making the, the, the alternate uh, captains, um, you know, team that the co-captains team that, that uh, still, we still see as guys that are contributors as far as leadership and, and kids that are completely bought into what we're doing. And I think it's just a good sign. And those, those kids all deserve that. Well, I said yesterday on, on that uh, program you're on with coordinators corner, uh, Ed Lamb noted uh, one of the safeties, Ammon Hanneman, was a guy that uh, uh, surprised in fall camp and was making made a lot of progress, if you will, uh, during camp. I'm, I'm curious for maybe defensive line and linebackers, who were some other individuals that you thought took big strides? Maybe they're not necessarily starters, but they're guys that made big leaps forward in their development during the past month to get ready that can contribute this season. The ones that come off the top of my head, Ben Bywater, probably at the backer spots. You, you, you've known of the other guys. I mean, Max, uh, Keenan, and Peyton have, have uh, really been in the limelight. Ben was was hurt, banged up last year, and is coming back. And so, he's looking like a looking like a, a really good player right now. And um, uh, John Nelson and Blake Mangelson are probably the two guys at the D line spot that don't have any experience or new to it, but are going to be kids that uh, play in this first game, and we're going to we're going to rely on to come in and and help us win. Thank you. Coach, thanks. I appreciate you joining us. I think that's it for today. All right. Appreciate it.